Named after the mechanism that separates the sweet wort from the spent grains, False Bottom Girls features two beer experts filtering through the brewing industry to guide listeners through the wonderful, yet sometimes confusing, world of beer. Hi, my name is Rachel Hudson. I'm the co-owner and head brewer of Pilot Brewing in Charlotte, North Carolina, and an advanced Cicerone. Hi, I'm Jen Blair. I'm the beer program coordinator with New Realm Brewing in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am also an advanced Cicerone. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Michael Jackson, the writer. Happy birthday to you. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thanks. That was nice. So, so welcome, everyone. That's Rachel. I'm Rachel. <laughs> you almost said I'm I was, Jen. I almost said I'm Jen. <laughs> I'm Jen. That's Rachel. Hey, everyone. It's Rachel. See? <laughs> All right. All right, I won't be at the inappropriate times. So um, if you could not guess from uh, my melodious singing, uh, today we are talking about the prolific and talented beer writer, Michael Jackson. So we are talking about Michael Jackson today. He is a um, English writer and journalist. And the reason we are talking about him is because this upcoming weekend, when you're listening to this, March 27th will be his birthday. And one of the reasons why uh, we wanted to talk about him and Rachel, I don't know about you, but as I was studying for I think it was probably advanced uh, but somewhere along the way I know his books became recommended resources for Mm -hmm. the Cicerone program and I you know knew who he was uh, because you know unfortunately he shares his name with uh, some (laughs) other guy and you know you have to like by law, I think, say like the writer every time you talk about him. So just know that every time we're talking about um, the name Michael Jackson in this episode, we are talking about Michael Jackson, the writer, not the pedophile music artist. Probably pretty much any time in any of our episodes, we say yes, that's, that's true. <laughs> very Probably good talking point. about the writer. Yes, yes, very, very valid point. <laughs> um, and so, you know, one of the things, if you are a beer enthusiast, as you're learning about beer, you will come across his name very often. And I had, um, I actually have his books next to me because I like to talk about my resources. Uh, but I have the Great Beers of Belgium and the Beer Companion. And when I actually, so buying books, collecting books, and reading books are two different hobbies. And anybody yeah. who's really, who's into books will For tell real. you that. Like I have so <laughs> many stacks of books that I need to read. But when I sat down to read Michael Jackson's books, I understood what people meant when they said he was an amazing writer and an amazing beer writer um incredibly engaging and um he is english uh so like i can even read it in like that old like like, english guy (laughs) kind of voice and we'll we'll talk about some of his other things but you can't actually hear him speak in the uh, in his series uh the the beer hunter and in other uh in other interviews and things that he has done but the if you haven't read any of his books, I highly, 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 highly recommend. These are books that I also read as entertainment. Like they're books about beer that I read for fun, not just books I read 
to study and I shouldn't say just books I read to study because obviously I like the subject matter or I wouldn't be devoting a large portion of my life to learning about it but his he's just such an entertaining writer and um, I will stop gushing about that and (laughs) Rachel do you want to maybe give us a little bit of a bio on Michael Jackson so he was born in 1942 Um, he really started to get some credit in the beer world and whiskey world around the 1970s he was traveling like he just probably took it upon himself to travel the world and taste different beers and he did a lot of whiskey work too but we'll just focus on beer and um journal them and just create books about them and just really accredited with creating beer styles and giving Mm -hmm. us a like base because he would go to Belgium and he would taste all the different beers and he would put them in categories that are similar to each other by name or region or maybe flavors or process and really started to give us especially Americans a guide to all these different types of beer that were going on Um, it's funny because I was watching, he's, he did a uh, television series called The Beer Hunter, and it was a show doing just that. And I was watching an episode about the California pilgrimage was the name of the episode. And he was hanging out with Fritz Maytag. Um, and it's a kind of a little bit of a story about Maytag and how he got the brewery. And one of Fritz's, you know, one of the conversations they were having was Fritz was like, we're, we were almost to a point where craft beer really just did not matter and didn't have an identity and everything was just like no branding the yellow fizzy stuff and you know knowing about all these different beers and starting these different craft breweries like in the 70s or basically this is probably around 1989 because that's when the hunter the beer hunter was coming out right but he but fritz's point was he was very worried that there was a time where beer was not going to be anything and Michael Jackson really did a good job of presenting this information of other beers around the world to American brewers and home brewers. It's starting to open up this, open up their breweries based upon findings of Michael Jackson. So he, I mean, he was like the godfather of beer, really. Like he kind right. of taught us about craft beer, really like, and, and, and the American revolution of it, of beer, not worldly i would say but he would you know judge at the great british british beer competitions and he really made a name for himself you know worldwide with every single beer industry belgium and uh and czech republic and he would go and explore these different breweries and show us a lot of things that were kind of aging out as well um just different practices of some of what breweries did or like just, you know, the different times of, you know, how lager changed in, for example, and it was just a very good basis of giving us information where the craft beer world really didn't have that information. Yeah. Yeah. And that's um, probably one of the reasons why I'm such a fan is because he is the one who, organized things into styles not that the styles didn't exist before and you know things like different levels and strengths of bitters were a thing yeah but like when you go to Belgium they don't have beer styles they have blonde and they have brown and they like they think it's like 
quaint on yeah. a good day or obnoxious on a bad day that Americans very much are like, well, this is, this is this beer style and yeah. it should be this, this, and this. And so that, that culture for us, isn't the same worldwide, yeah. um, but you're exactly right. He is a fantastic interviewer. He tells a story very well. And so being able to move throughout the beer world and talk to these different people and have these interviews and then have his own experiences interwoven within those, uh, just he tells such a compelling story of beer that if I met somebody who was just like, I don't get it, I don't get beer, like what what can you recommend that would make me get beer? I yeah. would be like, read, read Michael J- Jackson's beer companion and, and tell me if you don't still, or, or tell me if you don't think that beer is compelling after you've read that, uh, yeah. because it is, and you will find it that way. And he will draw you into that world of, you know, Fritz Maytag and, yeah. and, you know, like oh, the, such a good story, the Van Royce family but, of yeah. Cantillon. And like, he pulls you in and tells you these stories so that when you go to those places, you're like, oh my God, this is like, this is the bar that yeah. he talked about. And I know this cool little story about how this scratch got there or, you know, or whatever. And he just writes in such a vivid way. Um, and I was trying to find it quickly. And I know, I know it's in here, um, that I want to say it was um, Deconic that he was talking about um, in in his book of going there and drinking the beer like this is like the beer that's the most popular in the city and you know like talking to the bartender about it and then he said something he described the alcohol strength in it as being and then I lost the rest of my afternoon (laughs) and wasn't quite sure what I did and reading that I was like yeah I think anybody who you know goes out day drinking somewhere has had that where you just like you just know you had fun yeah. And you talk to some people, but yeah, you're just like, what did I even do? Yeah. And that's, that's was, the kinds of things, like how he would describe something where you're like, yep, I know that feeling. Yeah. I mean, he was even given in like honorary officer. I don't know the exact title, like little achievement award for his contribution to the international success of Belgian beers. Like how cool is that? Like someone's right. like, Thank you for making our beer a success internationally, globally. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Like, I mean, this guy, he didn't just write books. Like he was really created uh, some sort of like a basis, mainly for like America to understand beer. Like that's huge. Mm-hmm. And so when, when I first got into beer and I'm sure you too, it's like 2005, I guess, when I started working at Capitol House. I mean, this guy is still alive for a couple of years, you know, right. he, he just died. He died in 2007 from uh, Parkinson's disease, which is sad. He was battling it for like 10 years before anyone really knew. Um, it's, I even read that like it was he didn't even really admit it until someone like accused him of, you know, acting drunk <laughs> when he was like out doing something sober, you know? Right. Like, no. Yeah. And, and um, I was telling Jen before we started this episode, there's this hilarious hilarious interview with him on the conan o'brien show you can find on youtube and he's got a bunch of different beers out and you know conan being the kind of banter guy that he is um 
Michael Jackson's pretty witty and he throws out some jokes, you know? Yeah, yeah he, like, he is hilarious. Yeah, Conan's like, so which beer should we start with? And he's Michael's like, how about a golden shower? <laughs> like, because <laughs> it's donkey's head. But, you know, it's just funny. But you can kind of tell, like, that interview is in, like, 2006. One thing you should do is go to YouTube, search for The Beer Hunter, and yes. he had a limited series that was on, was it on the Discovery Channel? Is that yeah. right? Or PB? Okay. It was and so it's a six series, like limited series. So you could like sit down and watch them all in one go. And that's on YouTube. Uh, there's a few different people who have the complete playlist available, but just search for the beer hunter and you'll see it come up there. Are, what? Like maybe 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, so he goes to, um, yeah, he goes to the United States. He goes yeah. to Belgium. Yep. Um, he specifically has one on like monk Trappist brewing yep. and uh, England, uh, Germany and Czech Republic. And mm -hmm. uh, California the was the States. Right. But I, that, the that uh, German, no, there was Germany, Belgium, Czech, England, and then California. There's okay. only six available. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I was, I was putting Germany and the Czech Republic in the same one, but no, uh, they're, they're different. different. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. you're right. And it's just him in 1989 going to these different, or, you know, around late eighties, going to these different brewing capitals and meeting people, talking through them. That was when um, watching the episode when he was in the British Isles and they were doing a beer dinner and had a scotch ale in a thistle. Yeah. That was the first time I had seen a thistle. I now own two thistles because yeah. of watching that. <laughs> that I was like, I need that glass for that beer yeah. right now. So I asked for that for Christmas. So I have two thistles now. <laughs> uh, but it was from watching that and yeah. being like, God damn, that beer looks so good in yeah. that glass. <laughs> and I, I want that experience. Uh, so Definitely uh, watch those and that will tell you, you know, everything you need to know about why we're so enthusiastic to talk about him and why really this podcast episode is just us repeating over and over again how much we like his writing and how much he's done for the beer world and those and are the whiskey in the whiskey world too. Yes. Apparently he is done more for the whiskey world than even he did for the beer world. Really? Oh, yeah, that's so like, interesting. I didn't know like that. Like his uh, book, The Malt Companion Whiskey. And apparently from what I read was like, there was another contributor to the whiskey world who wrote a book like so long ago. I can't remember his name or the time period, but nothing had been at, done as well until Michael Jackson's Malt Whiskey Companion. So for the time, his time error, he was right. the whiskey guy. His like book, he reviews a bunch of whiskeys and he gives them a score from one or zero to a hundred. And he says, anything under 75 is not worth purchasing. And I'm like, damn, that's got to be rough. Like if you were like, <laughs> if you own that whiskey and just like get like a 60 for Michael Jackson in this book, like, oh, right. sales must plummet. But apparently he's like, just really, you know, he took it upon himself to just, I don't know how he made money. I guess eventually he started making money from his books and his, uh, his, um, his TV shows, but like prior, like this guy just traveled the world and drank beer. Right. And um, he is also the one who, like you were saying with Belgium, who is credited with the calling something like Flanders Red Ale, the Burgundies of Belgium. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, really it's, it's hard now for us. I mean, I lived half of my life without internet, half of my life with internet. So, you know, a oh, lot of I know, people right? now their entire lives have been internet. So you've had information available to you. Yeah. Uh, but when we're talking about late seventies through the eighties, like that, that information wasn't readily available. You read about it and you could only read about it if somebody was writing about it. And he was allowed by other breweries and brewers to like go into their cat caves and taverns and share their deepest darkest secrets like you have like people don't normally just let you do that like you have to right you know right. yeah like you have the kind you of the access speech for pilot and what pilot's about and you know when somebody says rachel tell me about pilot you yeah. rattle off the same kind of story but if you're sitting down with you know somebody like michael jackson you you know I, I don't know. I don't think I have any secrets to give away of yours, but you know, it's stuff like, oh yeah, those church pews that we have yeah. in the well, tap room. I've spent many nights sleeping on them when I was trying to get the brewery up and going and your process and your experience is something that you would share with somebody like Michael Jackson who can write about it in a very engaging way. Yeah. He's very like, I've never read anything negative about a beer. Like he's very nice and just like, always has positive things to say right in his books and his stories and super well-rounded guys it's really a shame he's not a part of this world anymore guy it'd be so cool to meet him yeah i agree and i think that, right and um another way you can potentially learn more about him is they made a documentary about him called the beer hunter mm -hmm. um, it is out of production now so i think if you wanted to see it it's probably something you would just need to find somebody who has a copy yeah of the dvd to show so we did that at pilot when i was there uh one one day for kind of our beer education we did a beer and popcorn pairing and watched the beer hunter um, in the tap room. And that was, I actually wasn't able to pay that much attention to it. So I look yeah. forward to being able to see, <laughs> like sit down and see the movie at some point. Um, but it is a documentary about him and his life that is also available somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think if it's something you would like to see, just maybe ask on social media. That's how I, yeah. that's how I was ended up being able to find somebody with a copy is yeah. just saying, do I know anybody who has a copy of this that I could borrow? <laughs> We've talked a lot about him as a writer and then kind of his impact he has on us personally and then you know within a, a few other people in the brewing world but one thing I also wanted to mention is the Michael James Jackson Foundation that was oh, yeah. uh, recently started by Garrett Oliver of Brooklyn Brewing and the core Mission. So I guess the, the full name is the Michael James Jackson Foundation for Brewing and Distilling. So the mission of this foundation that Garrett Oliver began is to advance technical education and facilitate career opportunities for people of color within the brewing and distilling industries in the United States. So that just rolled out in 2020. And it's named, of course, it's named for Michael Jackson. And he uh, is, you know, is one of those people. And um, I should have done a little bit more research and pulled this up with Garrett Oliver's post about it. Um, and if we have time, maybe I'll just beep this and look it up. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Garrett has a very personal connection to Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson is 
you know, not a person of color, but actively and profoundly anti-racist. And if I remember correctly, one of the first invitations Garrett Oliver got to an international, I think it was an international beer competition as a judge, was because Michael Jackson advocated for him and said, you need, he needs to be involved in this. And he, you know, continued to do that and to support people of color in the industry because he recognized the value of having different voices within the industry. And so that's why this foundation is named after him. And they, within the the foundation, there are two different scholarships that are available. There's the Serge F. Palmer Scholarship, which is the award for brewing. And uh, he was a, or is a professor emeritus at uh, Harriet Watt University in Edinburgh, which is the UK's most prestigious school for brewing and distilling. And I know I've met um, several people who have gone to Harriet Watt and they're definitely like, like that super scary smart about brewing um, and yeah. or distilling because it is, it's not just one of the top schools in the UK. It's one of the top schools in the world. And it really means yeah. something if you went to Harriet Watt. Um, so he uh, was, this is amazing, but in 1989, uh, Sir Jeffrey Oliver was the first black professor in Scotland in 1989. Wow. Um, that wasn't like 1889. That was yeah. 1989. That was not that long ago. And um, he was awarded uh, an award of distinction by the ASBC, so the American Society of Brewing Chemists, in 1998, um, which is kind of considered to be like the Nobel Prize of Brewing. And so that is who our, or our, that is who their, um, scholarship is named after and it uh, funds tuition and course materials for and technology. So that would include things like um, anything offered by the NBAA, uh, UC Davis, the American Brewers Guild, Siebel Institute. Um, so that is the brewing scholarship that's available through the Michael Jackson Foundation. And then the distilling scholarship is named after Nearest Green. And uh, he was born into slavery in 1820 and um, eventually leased to a preacher, grocer, and distiller named Dan Call. And um, in the 1850s, Call hired uh, a gentleman by the name of Jack Daniel to take over the distilling work. And um, Call wanted Jack to learn the art of distillation. Um, and so gave the responsibility of teaching that to Jack Daniel to Nearest Green um, because he was the best whiskey maker that Dan Call knew of. Uh, so Nearest was emancipated in 1865 and stayed to work uh, with Dan Call um, in part to be able to complete Jack Daniel's training. And <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, you know, I think if you're listening to this, particularly if you're um, in the United States, you are very familiar with Jack Daniels, and he was trained at the time by an enslaved person. You're certainly recognized as the first head distiller or master distiller of Jack Daniels Distillery um, in, in, or like as of 2017, he was recognized as the first distiller at Jack Daniels. Um, and the other cool thing about Nearest Grain is that seven generations of his descendants have continued to work for Jack Daniels Distillery. So that is who the, um, 
who the distilling scholarship is named after under this umbrella of uh, the Michael Jackson Foundation. So I think that's something that's super cool. If you are a person of color, you can find more information about applying for the scholarships at themjf.org. So that's T-H-E-M-J-F.org. If you work for a brewery, I know that they regularly will post on their social media when breweries donate um, money to either one of these. Uh, well, I would imagine that it would go toward the brewing scholarship. But if you're a brewery or you work for a brewery, know also that you're able to donate. And actually, I think as individuals, you can donate as well. And any amount, of course, is a nonprofit, it's a scholarship program. So any amount is going to be yeah. appreciated. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it is. It's super cool. And I, I like being able to talk about things like that in, you know, in this industry as something that is, again, we talked about it in the last episode about International Women's Day is they're, you know, taking action and not just being performative. Yeah. And, you know, this is one of those things where as, as, a, you know, as a brewery, as a person, you could donate to this cause. If you're not sure where to start or what to do, don't be paralyzed in that uncertainty and just take, take some, some sort of, step, you know, mm -hmm. volunteer your time, your skills. Um, if, if you can't do either one of those or don't feel comfortable doing that, you can always donate money. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So that's um, just a little bit about the, the Michael Jackson foundation and, you know, seeing that. Uh, and we also, you know, talked in the last episode about kind of finding out when breweries are actually trash <laughs> or rotten on the inside. And so it's, it's very nice to know that this is somebody within the, the beer and, and obviously whiskey industries who was just a good person through and through and was championing when it wasn't popular yeah. and, you know, making those kinds of efforts um, when even, even now, you know, people who benefit from the status quo aren't super like pumped to change the status quo. Mm -hmm. uh, so even now champion being a champion of things like this can be met with resistance and, and, you know, in a lot of different ways. So knowing that even 30 years ago, when I would, ar I would argue it's, it was more of the case to know that, you know, Michael Jackson is out there, being a champion for people who are underrepresented and using his influence in a way to say, no, this, this person needs to be involved yeah, and not in a performative way, but because he was out there talking with everybody in the brewing industry and recognizing, you know, when somebody did need that equitable boost yeah. to, to be invited into those circles and be a part of those conversations. Yeah. So Saturday, March 27th, that is Michael Jackson's birthday. Yeah. And let's all, uh, if you're listening to this, let's just remember that maybe sometime on Saturday, just lifting a glass and cheers to Michael Jackson and everything that he's done for the brewing and the uh, whiskey industries. That's right. Happy and birthday, get his Michael Jackson. Yes. Happy birthday, Michael Jackson. He would be, how old would he have been? What's math? 22. It's almost 22. So 70. 79. 
Yes. Yeah. If you if you can watch the Beer Hunter on YouTube, if you can get a hold of the actual documentary, definitely do that. Oh, and I will also say that he does have a website that is still active. Oh, um, cool. Active in the sense, obviously, uh, there's it's not new there. material being added, <laughs> yeah. yes, but his archive is there. And a lot of his different um, work is on there. And if you are looking for somebody who is a contemporary um, I would also highly recommend Ron Pattinson. He is highly regarded as the, probably the premier beer historian in the world right now. His blog is Shut Up About Barclay Park Perkins. Mm. And um, he has also written several books. I'm looking at some of his books too that um, I feel like they were probably cohorts because he's definitely about that same age and also from England. So they, I don't, I don't know in my mind, they have to have known each other. Uh, but that is somebody who is still living that uh, you can definitely read his writing. Um, there are a ton, Pete Brown, Roger Klotz, uh, a ton of particularly English beer writers that um, were all kind of part of that same cohort and have that similar writing style that's just very, uh, very engaging and makes yeah. you makes you really happy to be part of the beer industry and to know these stories. Yeah. Awesome. I like it. I yes. think that's all I probably have about Michael Jackson. Probably. For today. Yes. And also um, The Great Beers of Belgium. Fantastic book. Yeah. And I read it and actually sought out places from that book when I was able to go to Belgium. And again, it's kind of cool to read about things like The Culminator in Antwerp and go in and be able to order there. But also having read the story about like the owner keeps it like it's like entering into a library so you can't be too loud and things and you know us rolling in as raucous <laughs> americans including our friends who had a baby in a stroller and <laughs> you know there's the like the older gentleman reading a paper with the glasses down who is very disapproving of yeah. us and me remembering like oh that's right guys shh, shh, we have to be quiet if we want to talk we need to go outside and i know that because i read that in michael jackson's book <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> So anyway, the Great Beers of Belgium, definitely get that. Definitely, definitely get the Beer Companion. And um, really just anything you can find by Michael Jackson. Read it, absorb it, um, engage with it, because it will make you a better connoisseur of beer. Um, just yeah. through being able to appreciate the stories behind the beer. And of course, his insights, which are always witty. And um, like Rachel said, like very warm. Yeah. You don't read anything, you know, he doesn't pan anybody. Um, it's all just very positive, which that's something that I very strongly relate to in the beer industry. Yeah. So happy birthday, Michael Jackson. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm going to drink a Belgian beer. Belgian beers were his favorite. Lots of options there. <laughs> 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 thank you everyone for listening uh, and thank you Michael Jackson for existing and being such a good beer writer um, you can find us on social media at false bottom girls on Instagram and Facebook you can also email us anytime you would like at falsebottomgirls at gmail.com and yeah as always if you can please 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 take a couple of minutes to rate review and subscribe to us on whatever podcast listening platform you use that helps us immensely in terms of you know navigating the algorithm and showing up organically in people's feeds uh so 
yeah, I think that's it. Happy almost birthday, Michael Jackson. That's right. Thanks, everyone. Happy <laughs> birthday. Happy birthday to all of you out there. Uh, everyone. On Happy the day birthday. of your birthday. This has been False Bottom Girls. And we make the Bruin world go round. <laughs> <laughs>